This episode is brought to you by the free workshop I wait around all year for. That's right, Stu McLaren's membership workshop is now open for registration. Head to the show notes to save your spot for the free three-day workshop all about launching or growing a membership business. It all begins April 21st, so be sure to register so you get reminded to attend right alongside me. And if you've never heard of Stu McLaren, that's okay. I didn't either until a few years ago. But when I introduce people to his content now, I typically refer to him as the Taylor Swift of membership sites. And if you know me, you know I don't make that comparison lightly. He is the one person in business whose content I can truly never get enough of. And that's why I'm partnering with him again this year to bring his free workshop and incredible energy to you, my Playmaker friend. Just three years ago, someone generously shared his yearly free workshop with me, just like I'm doing for you right now, and I am so eternally grateful for that because three years ago, I was barely making money with my online courses, and now I'm bringing in over $10,000 monthly from just my memberships, all while working part-time as a stay-at-home mom, and it's all a direct result of Stu coming into my life and showing me the way. So head to the show notes and save your seat. The 2022 workshop begins April 21st, and you will certainly see me there as well. And while you're in the show notes, join my free pop-up Facebook group I created to help answer your membership questions and share additional insight from the workshop because his group is huge and it's easy to get lost in there. So save your seat for his workshop and join my Facebook group where I will be hanging out, going live, answering questions, and having a little post-workshop party all month long. I will see you there. If you own or manage an indoor play center or really any business that serves local kids and families, and you want to operate with more ease and joy all while making the living you dreamed of, I created the Profitable Play Podcast just for you. Join me, your host, Michelle Caruana, for small but mighty tips every weekday that will all add up to a big impact on your mindset, your business, and your bottom line. Stick with me to keep the passion and grow the profit in your play-based business. Welcome to part three of my episode series, all about memberships. In this episode, I break down the seven most important reasons you should consider a membership site for your business, not just for revenue, but for your long-term sustainability and your mental health as well. So in the last episode, I broke down everything and all of the benefits relating to open play-specific memberships, but now I want to bring up the online space. So this may seem a little repetitive at times, but I want you to take off your local business blinders for this one and really think about the greater community you could potentially serve online. And remember, from the first episode of this little series, you do not have to fit into one box or the other. You can incorporate both online and in-person aspects to your memberships. You can think outside the box. You can add in physical products if you like, similar to how Alicia and Tal do it back from episode 63. Or you can add in cafe elements like Christine. Or you can add in classes, either in-person or online like Allison. Or you can launch a subscription box like Sarah. Or you can add in learning or professional elements like Anna. The sky is the limit, so use your imagination. In this episode, I want to talk about you, the business owner or prospective business owner listening right now. 
I want to share with you why I recommend membership sites for so many clients and indoor playground owners or any local business owners specifically. And hopefully it will inspire you to continue listening to this episode series because there really is so much potential and scalability and freedom possible with this type of business model, whether it's standalone or whether you incorporate it with your local business. And the last thing before we get into the seven reasons why you should consider a membership site, I have my free downloadable guide detailing exactly how you can choose which type of membership site will work best for you and how to get started in the show notes. So go download that or just go listen to michellecarawana.com slash memberships and join the free workshop that I plugged in the intro. All right, let's get into it. Number one, memberships are recurring revenue. This one is the no-brainer benefit to membership sites, and I know I talked about it in yesterday's episode, but it is worth mentioning again and again. Membership businesses remove the need for you to constantly find new clients or customers to generate revenue. And that sounds nice, doesn't it? Well, it is possible when you create the right offer at the right price, which we'll talk about in a later episode. Now, I want to give you an example of back in 2016 when I was just getting my feet wet creating and launching courses. The revenue was nice and it was increasing every launch and I loved that I could serve people online in addition to the people that I was servicing locally at my play cafe, but I constantly felt the need to be in launch mode or sales mode to constantly be doing webinars, launching ads, hosting challenges, and getting more and more and more new customers into my marketing funnel. And that might not seem so bad to those of you who have never done a full-scale course launch before, but holy cow, it is so exhausting to constantly be in launch mode, and it took so much of my mental and physical energy that I had nothing left in me to improve my program, create new paid products, have an organic content strategy, or anything like that. Nothing that I talk about implementing on this podcast. In short, I was not building a sustainable business. Instead, I was heading straight for burnout town. So instead of continuing the cycle that would have certainly caused me to quit, I instead looked at what else my current customers needed. If there was anything else I could create for them or any other way I could serve them. Because if you have been in sales or the business world for any length of time, you'll likely know that it is much tougher and much more costly to get a brand new customer than it is to create something new or offer something new to your customers that already know and trust you. Those customers who have already visited your facility, bought your programs, tried your products or classes, or worked with you before in any capacity. Because if you are true and authentic in your promises, There is no doubt they had an amazing experience with their purchase and want to take the next step with you. Now, once I spoke with my many students who had created and purchased or who had gone through my signature course, I realized that though there was a free alumni group on Facebook available for those who purchased my course, they still wanted more. And I was hearing this again and again. The community was great, but they needed more training, they wanted more support, they wanted more Q&A, they wanted more coaching, and they wanted me to be more hands-on. So what I decided to do solved both issues here. 
the issue of having my revenue stream dry up between launches and giving my customers what they were asking for, giving them another step in my customer journey. Because my program was solving the problem of getting these business owners to opening day, but everything after that, again, they needed more support. They needed more support in their trial and error, and they needed more ways to pivot and more ways to collaborate. So that's how Playmaker Society was born. And if you are an OG Play Cafe Academy member and you enrolled before I had Playmaker Society in place, I just want to thank you so much for sticking with me and for going through that trial and error phase of my business with me because I know I did a million pivots and made a million changes, but now I finally feel like I have the programs in place in the right process and I have the right step-by-step-by-step customer journey that really gives people the maximum success in the least amount of time and with the smallest investment possible in this industry. So it took me a while, but I finally feel like I have the perfect balance. And all of this brings me to the second benefit of creating a membership site. But before I get there, I first want you to do a little brainstorming session and pause this episode if you need to. I want you to think of ways you could continue to serve your current customers. So if you are a play-based business owner and you serve parents, what are other ways or other things that you could use in your skill set to better serve them? Are you a former teacher and you could provide some learning resources that parents could utilize either in your facility or outside? Are you really strong at planning events or birthday parties? Could you maybe give downloadable resources or guides or checklists or printables or anything like that that could really supplement your in-person parties and could also be used by people who are not even in your local area? I want you to think of how you could better serve your current customers, how they could purchase more from you, how you could solve more of their problems, and how you could reach people with this skill set outside of your local area. All right, back to the second benefit of creating a membership site. It can help you serve your current customers at a higher level. So after I got the feedback that my current Play Cafe Academy customers wanted more from me and additional ways to learn from me after they purchased my signature course, I created what is called a back-end membership meaning it is a membership only available to those who have gone through Play Cafe Academy. Now, I'm not going to get into this too much because I talk more about front-end versus back-end versus standalone memberships on my marketing-specific podcast, which I will link to in the show notes. But basically, I used Stu McLaren's founding member launch strategy, and instead of having a free alumni Facebook group For my course students, I turned it into a more hands-on approach for me to provide additional training and support for those who went through Play Cafe Academy, something that I found people are absolutely willing to pay me for on an ongoing basis, which surprised me at the time, but it's been two years ago, or two years since I made this change, and I am never going back. I'm able to pour so much time and resources and energy into this program and it's better than it has ever been and so many play cafe or excuse me playmaker society members are celebrating their best months ever and i really think it's because they're able to collaborate and work with each other at this high level in this tight knit group but anyways our community has evolved into an extremely productive place 
where we are all actively involved in bettering our businesses, whereas before it was really just a more passive gathering place with no monthly deliverables, no ongoing education, anything like that. And like I said, this recurring revenue allowed me to focus more on my systems, bettering my courses, creating new paid offers, and providing a higher level of service to my members instead of just constantly pouring this energy into getting new sales. And this allowed me to put better free content out there and launch things like this podcast you're listening to right now. I would have never had time to do this if I was constantly in sales mode. And I was really surprised to see that the sales of both my course and my membership began to flow in much more frequently and much more naturally because I was really being my best self and doing my best work, just like I'm doing on this podcast. And I was no longer in panic or burnout. So just imagine for a second what recurring revenue could do for your business, not just when you're providing open play as a service, but if you really expand your services to the online space. My followers that had not yet purchased got more of my best stuff, and my current customers really felt heard, valued, and supported. And like I said, a couple years later, the community is thriving and larger and more active than ever. And we welcome a few new eager members weekly, and I'm so, so proud of it. So again, I just want you to quickly think of how you can better serve your customers at a higher level with a membership. All right, this brings us to number three. You can serve new customers that you would not have been able to previously. And this really calls into the whole online space. And this one is not necessarily true of my Playmaker Society membership, since this community is only available to those who have gone through my course, Play Cafe Academy. Did I say Play Cafe Academy first? I meant Playmaker Society. I keep getting the two confused today. I'm stumbling all over my words, but... Playmaker Society is only available to those who have gone through my signature program, Play Cafe Academy. But this whole scalability is true of my Book More Birthdays membership and so many memberships out there. I'm now able to reach not just play space owners with my Book More Birthdays membership, but any business that does parties. And like I said in a previous episode, I put out the exact same content whether I have five members or 5,000 members. So it is truly scalable. If you are a coach or a consultant or a nutritionist, sleep coach, or an in-person service provider like a play space owner, or if you work with people one-on-one -on -one, like the therapist Ginger Dean that I mentioned back in episode 53 or 63, I want you to consider a membership to open the door for you to impact more people with your skills, knowledge, services, or expertise. Or if you're an artist or a creator, consider teaching others to do what you do and serve your peers instead of your normal customers, which is what I did with Playmaker Society. So if you're a photographer and you have a successful business, consider a membership giving newbies tips and tricks that you wish that you had when you got, it, when you got started. Or if you paint watercolors, consider teaching others your craft. Another great example of this is Toy Peterson, who was the owner of House of Playful Soul, who recently pivoted to the online membership world. And now she provides lesson plans and instructions and demo videos for businesses looking to incorporate online or in-person classes to their businesses. And she really says, listen, this is how I scaled my 
in-person play space with classes. And I'm going to take all the guesswork and I'm going to save you so many hours every single week by just providing you everything you need to execute these classes from pricing to your landing page, to your plans, to your execution. I'm going to give you everything you need to really utilize this revenue stream in your business. So again, she's serving her peers instead of her customer. She's doing a B2B or a business-to-business membership instead of a B2C or a business-to-consumer membership. The opportunities are really endless. And even if you have a unique skill or area of knowledge in your personal life, like cross-stitching or needlework, like my ad client, Alan, there is still an opportunity for you here in the world of online memberships. You don't need to have an existing business to get started. Although it certainly can help blow off the lid of your revenue potential if you do currently have a local business. All right, number four, memberships can build community, engagement, and loyalty. This is another one that I mentioned in yesterday's episode, but again, it's worth repeating. Now, not every membership will have a community aspect. Think like Netflix, for example, or your online banking membership but most do. And even in the case of Netflix or BetterHelp or HelloFresh, there is still a sense of community among members. Or even think Peloton, right? There isn't necessarily a group feature when you're on your bike, but when you're seeing others participate in classes or when you're interacting in their online community, it certainly feels like you belong, right? Like you are part of a group, part of that community. This is a great feature of membership sites as opposed to making one-off sales because you become more ingrained in someone's day-to-day, in their routine, like Peloton has done. And when it comes down to it, being a successful business owner is all about creating real, genuine relationships with your customers because that drives loyalty to your products or services. And it also helps in terms of getting new customers or members. If you keep your members happy and you have a great retention strategy, which we are going to talk about in a later episode, you can bet they will begin telling their friends, family, and peers about you, and they'll become a built-in lead generation strategy. Plus, when you work with someone membership style on an ongoing basis, they're more likely to be apt to share their wins and provide you with their stories of transformation. Another super powerful way that you can get new members into your program all the time without having to do much selling or chasing. This is one super powerful tactic that I learned from my friend Stu McLaren. Stories sell. If you have a great process to empower your members to provide you with their success stories or even just testimonials, right? You don't have to provide a groundbreaking testimonial. You can just provide a service like, making them feel like they belong somewhere, or providing a consistent, safe, clean play space where they can bring their kids to. If you can get these success stories or testimonials, you will have no problem growing your membership. All right, reason number five you should create a membership site is that it's scalable. And to me, this is likely the most important and crucial reason to create a new membership site business or add a membership site to your current business, especially if you're local. When you are providing products or services for individual customers or clients, let's say you're a coach, consultant, or photographer, artist, or other service provider, 
you are trading your time for money, right? I'm sure you've heard this saying a million times, don't trade your time for dollars. Your ability to generate revenue in this model will always be tied to the amount of hours you work, to the amount of clients that you can handle at once, to the number of orders that you can fulfill. And if you're a local business like a place space, your revenue will also be capped, this time in two different ways. Number one, by geography. And number two, by your building capacity. Even if you break out into mobile events or balloon delivery, these are still not entirely scalable, right? It's still tied to your amount of hours that you put in. It's still time for dollars. While you can certainly make a living doing these things, they are not really considered scalable businesses. You can be profitable and sustainable while not being scalable, sure, but unfortunately, this is where a lot of freelancers, service providers, and local business owners get stuck. They're making a decent living, maybe replacing what they would be making at their nine to five job, but they're working crazy hours. They're facing that burnout that I was mentioning earlier. They're always wondering where that next client will come from, where they're going to get that next booking, and they're always hustling. This type of business can honestly feel more taxing and more restrictive than a nine to five. Trust me, I have certainly been there. And for those of you in Playmaker Society or for those of you who own play spaces or mobile event businesses or soft play rentals, anything like that, I know you feel this one in your soul. By creating a membership site and adding it to your local business, and which you will see if you download my free membership guide, which I linked in the show notes, where I break down exactly what I provide weekly to my members and monthly, your revenue will no longer be just tied to your time or your location or your venue capacity. You can really expand, not just in terms of how you serve your customers, but who you can potentially serve, as I already mentioned. And that really makes your revenue just... The sky is the limit here, right? In most cases, your workload will be the same, whether you have five members or 5,000, which I already talked about, which is certainly not true if you service customers locally or in a one-on-one -on -one capacity, right? If you're a coach, if you have five clients versus 5,000, that's going to be a huge change in the number of hours that you work. And if you're a play space, if you have five people come in or if you have 5,000 people come in, that's going to be a huge difference in the wear and tear of your business, in the cleanup that you have to do, all that stuff. And as I will talk about later in this episode mini-series, it's really common for membership site owners to give up really early on because of this. And I want you to listen to this really carefully. Because a lot of people, when they first start in the online space or when they first start adding this online membership aspect to their local business, they think, why am I putting all of these online resources together every month for only five members or for only 10 members, right? I could just get one more booking and make up for this revenue. And this always makes me think of that meme of a man digging for gold who has clearly been working hard and digging for a while only to give up on his search for the gold just before he breaks through and discovers piles of it. This is what happens to most online membership owners. If you can just 
have that solid foundation in place, get your great offer together and stay focused and consistent, you will find that breakthrough. There will be a point where instead of saying, why am I doing all of this for just X number of members to where you go from that to, oh my gosh, I cannot believe that I can impact the lives of this many customers, this many people by only putting together these few things monthly. That is really what a scalable business is. And that's the difference between tying your revenue to your amount of hours that you put in or trading your time for dollars and having that true scalability. And again, if you grab my membership guide and if you sign up for Stu McLaren's free membership site workshop that I talked about in the very beginning of this episode, you will have that strong foundation. You will have the tools and the crystal clear strategies to come up with your topic, to find a way to supplement your current business in the online space, to name your program, to come up with a delivery plan, to price per prop for profit, to get all the tech stuff done, like your website and taking payments, to integrate your in-person or service offerings with your online offerings. And even if you don't sign up for Stu's paid membership course at the end, you're still going to learn so much just from downloading my guide and from attending his free workshop. So again, I want you to think about what your business would look like right now if you served five customers. And then I want you to think about what your business would look like if you served 5,000 customers. If you are a service provider or you work with people locally, I'm going to guess that those are huge, stark differences. But like I said, what if you could break away from that? What if the amount of hours you put into your business was exactly the same, whether you had five customers or 5,000? What if your revenue wasn't tied to the amount of hours you worked, to the number to, to the number of parties you booked? And I promise you, if you can reach that breakthrough point, your life is going to change like Anna DeGilio's, like Ginger Dean's who broke away from her one-to-one therapy practice and now serves 1,300 members and brings in $50,000 every single month working just a few hours a month. So I want you to really think about that and think about how you can supplement your local business offerings in the online space and really add that scalability to your offers and services. All right, number six, the value of your membership usually increases over time. And this is something that I have really seen in Playmaker Society. Now, in my Playmaker Society, every single month I do a recorded Q&A call And I also deliver an advanced training or I have a guest expert every single month. This means that when someone joins today, because this is how I've chosen to handle it, the new member will get access to the entire vault of Q&A calls and trainings over the past three years. And that is a huge value. And it's for this reason that I no longer feel like I have to sell or launch because It's such a no-brainer for anyone who goes through my Play Cafe Academy program to take that next logical step and become a member in Playmaker Society. And that is such a beautiful thing. Now, I have had to integrate new tools and I have had to, you know, solve new problems as my content has increased. So for example, I have now integrated Searchy in my Playmaker Society membership because something that I was seeing is that When a new member joined, sure, they got all of these trainings and all of these Q&A calls like 
dozens and and dozens, maybe even hundreds of hours worth, but they just didn't have the time to sit down and consume 80 hours of trainings or 80 hours of coaching calls. So what I did is, like I said, I integrated Searchy. So now every single lesson, every single coaching call is searchable with text. So one of my members can type in birthday party, or they can type in lease, or they can type in rent, or they can type in memberships. And every single place where memberships or whatever the keyword they're searching for is mentioned in a coaching call or a lesson, my website, my membership site will bring up the exact place in that coaching call, in that lesson where it's mentioned. So people can really tackle things on a category basis. So they can get exactly the information that they're looking for exactly when they need it. So it immediately just exponentially increased the amount of value that my new members are able to get from this backlog of resources. So yes, while you might have to solve these more money, more problems issues, I promise you your membership will get more valuable over time and it's going to be an easier and easier sell. All right, number seven, and the last thing that I wanted to mention about the benefits of creating a membership site or adding it to your local business is that it gives you an exit plan and a transition plan. And this is exactly why I brought up Lessons for Pals and Toy's House of Playful Soul play play space. She decided after a couple years, like, hey, I really want to run with my online business. And she added like a subscription box and all sorts of things. But she just decided that she could create more impact with her business in the online space if she wasn't tied to a physical location. And it gave her such an easy transition to close down her play space and liquidate it and transition her business fully online. If she didn't have those online components, if she didn't have that transition plan or an exit strategy, it wouldn't have been an easy of time to liquidate or to move on or to give her that vision and income plan for the future. And that's exactly what I did with my play space, right? I had a very seamless and easy transition to owning a play space, to becoming a coach for those who wanted to open their own space, to fully transitioning into my online programs. And trust me, I would not have the bandwidth or the mental or physical energy to put out a daily podcast to create new online courses and challenges and programs and resources and downloads all of the time to really create this impact in the indoor play space industry that I really felt called to if I was still operating my indoor play space myself, right? Sometimes there's just a natural growth period. And another example is Tanya, who owned the Tot Spot in Oneida, New York. She also transitioned her play space into a, she still has a physical location, but she transitioned it into allowing therapists to host early intervention programs there. And she just figured that she was able to impact her community in a much more meaningful and much more impactful way. And she also created online aspects to her business. So now she allows or she created this online course and she has all of these online consulting services where she helps people in the healthcare industry. So occupational therapists, speech language pathologists, and other professionals similar to her. She was an occupational therapist. She helps people in these fields grow in their careers and optimize their LinkedIn profiles and 
really create amazing resumes that allow them to take that next step in their career or transition into the online space just like she did. So again, by adding these online scalable components to your online offerings based on what your specific skill set is can really help you have a sustainable long-term business because owning a brick and mortar play space is something that not a lot of people want to do for the long term, right? If you know anything about my story or my quote unquote why, you'll know that I always had a plan to exit my play space when my kids transitioned out of being play age. So once my kids started going to school full time, I always planned on passing the torch to the next person in my community who had little kids who wanted a business that could really involve their family where they could bring their kids to work because it's really difficult owning a brick and mortar business. And like I said, not everybody, in fact, a very tiny part of the population wants to do that for 30, 40, 50 years. We have growth plans in mind. We have other ways that we can impact the community with our skills and our knowledge and other ways that we could serve people. So I want you to think about the real long-term sustainability of your business. And I want you to think of five years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, where do you see yourself? Do you still see yourself owning a play space? If you do, that is completely fine. However, do you see yourself passing the torch? Do you see yourself selling that business? If so, what's next for you? And if you do have a plan to transition into a new business or a new venture, how can you start planting those seeds and building that foundation now so that your transition is more seamless, so that you don't have a lapse in income or revenue, so that you don't feel like the end of your physical or local business is as daunting or dreadful or as you know negative as some people may see it to be, right? How can we turn it into a positive? So these are the seven reasons why I want you to consider adding online elements and online membership capabilities to your local play-based business. And if you have any questions, again, I also have a free pop-up Facebook group that is only going to be available and open for the month of April 2022. So head to the show notes and join. If you're listening to this episode after it gets released, I do this every single year. So I will be back right here at this time next year to answer your questions about membership sites. So in the meantime, feel free to DM me on Instagram or send me an email or reach out to me on my website. But the best place if you're listening as this episode gets released to ask questions and share your ideas and get some validation around your online membership ideas, that Facebook group is the best way to do that. All right, I will be right back here with you for another play of the day and another episode. So your play of the day is to join that Facebook group and start thinking about how you can add scalability to your business via online memberships. All right, see you guys tomorrow.